Boom! And welcome back to this, another episode of the Happy No Fear Podcast. I'm your host, Chase. And on this week's, and I should say month's episode, because it's been a minute, I have a friend from Paris who's a graffiti artist who just moved to L.A. at the beginning of this year, right before COVID hit. And uh, so we talk about all that. Um, I really love what he's doing. He comes from uh, the graffiti world and still is in that world, but he kind of abandoned all the technical side of painting, really honoring, honoring is a strange word, but really getting into spray paint as a tool, uh, focusing on gesture and just being free to try new stuff um, based on, on feeling and, and, and being present. And I really, really dig it. There's a lot of jazz in his stuff. And uh, it was so nice to sit down with him. Uh, this was recorded back in August. Um, but it's up now. You know, here it is. So without further ado, I give to you... Papa Gzulf in the building. How are you, man? Good to see you. I'm okay. Yes, yes, yes. Let's tell everyone uh, what happened, man. Um, you know, you moved to LA. Yeah, very uh, recently. Just so everyone knows you're you're from Paris. You know, we know each other from LA actually. Yeah. Because uh, we 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 did some paint, did like a few walls back in the day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like maybe six years ago or something. Oh yeah, or even more maybe. Right, and then. Um, you got involved with a girl. Oh no, you were already with uh, yeah. Jean back then, yeah. Because that's why I came here yes. to visit uh, her family. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we painted. And then you decided, because of circumstances we don't have to get into, like I'm moving to LA yeah. in January of 2020. Yeah. Just like literally like what, uh, two months, a month and a half before this craziness of COVID happened. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was, yeah, I didn't get the uh, full experience of LA yet, I guess. Yeah, no, everything is uh, closed down. Yeah. It's closed down. And um, yeah, that, that's got to be so weird because like, what was your feeling when, when you moved to LA? Like, um, about the COVID stuff or? Uh, no, not because, no, because COVID wasn't really happening yet. I, yeah. I guess maybe China a mm. little bit. But like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, yeah. it's a big step coming from Paris, yeah. right? Uh, English is, I'll work it out. You're, you're good <laughs> at speaking English, but you know, you, you see a lot of artists moving to LA, you know, yeah. there's some other uh, fellow artists from, from Europe that are now here, right? And so what was your vision? And then now you're here and it's like, wait, fuck, I can't really, you know, <laughs> or what's going on? So I didn't come here to make it to LA. Right. I came here for like family uh, related reason. So I didn't come thinking like, yeah, I'm going to America and I'm going to... Oh, that wasn't the thought. No, no, no. no, I see. I see, I see. So I was even a bit sad of leaving France and my friends and everything there. Right. But I thought, yeah, maybe maybe LA has something to offer. So yeah. But so far it's been uh, hard to get it. Yeah. yeah. 
Has uh, uh, LA offered some toilet paper in the meantime? Because that was very <laughs> difficult <laughs> for the first few months. I'm lucky to be living with some uh, girlfriends, <laughs> which are very organized toilet paper. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, you're French. You use the bidet anyway. What, what toilet paper? The big day? What the, the bidet. Oh, the bidet. Yeah. Oh, it's Italian people do this, but French, I don't. French, they don't? No. I thought also in France, there's a lot of bidet everywhere. Mm. No? So you actually do uh, use toilet paper in France? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we, I'm glad we cleared that up here, <laughs> and I should know because I'm from the country next over. Yeah, what well, do you do that? You, you just do uh, no, I, I grew up. There was bidet. Oh. Uh, in a few apartments that I lived, it was toilet and bidet next to it. Bidet next to it, mm. and then there was bath. But were you using it? Um, like I saw my mom use it to wash the socks. Oh. You know, just like quick wash of the socks or something mm -hmm. or underwear, but I never. I really didn't know what it meant until I moved uh, to the U.S. And I guess, you know, you're supposed to, like, wash your ass yeah. after you use the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that? Uh, no, but I had some uh, Italian friends who came to my house. And they were, like, really, like, amazed that there is no bidet. And we are <laughs> so dirty people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they thought you were dirty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Wow. Like, uh, just uh, spreading shit on your house. No way, man. I think it's really weird to, like give your asshole a bath after you take a shit. I think it's cleaner though. It's better? Cleaner, I guess. I must be, yeah. But oh, I wonder... Even, like Muslim people, they are also making fun of uh, this way of wiping. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I guess it depends on how you wipe. You know, if you wipe from the back... You know, to I be think honest... this is important for women. Uh, to wipe from the back, yes. Not, yeah. Spread the germ to the front. It's... It's... I've wiped from the front before. Yeah, um, but uh, you're, you're a man, so... Yeah, but I, I always start with the back, and then I, I do one wipe from the front sometimes, because, you, you know, when you wipe and then you look? Mm -hmm. Do you look or you don't look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you look like, wow, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you have to go one more time. But sometimes you wipe a few times from the back, and you look it's like, wow, there's just some kind of an issue today. So then you wipe once from the front, and then you get the last stripe of brown, And then, uh, then you do one more, it's dry. Okay, great, fantastic. Hmm. And for me, that seems to be clean enough. Yeah. But not to the Italians. Not to the Italian or the Muslim, no. <laughs> <laughs> But I, think, I, I have been thinking about this whole thing. <laughs> and I think the, the cleaner way would be to do the way we do. Mm. And then when it's quite clean, you can go with a bit of water to freshen ah. it up. Wait, so you're saying the Italians, they don't wipe at all? They just, they just clean? Yeah, I think so. No. So, yeah, if there is a, really? a, quite a mess, I think you have to read. So you're saying Italians, they, 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 they wipe? I don't want to speak or they, in... in or uh, they, or your, your thought is they don't wipe. They just move their ass from the toilet to the bidet. It's still full of whatever it is. And then they just put water and, and wash it. So no wipe. I, I so guess, no I guess. I, I'm not sure exactly. Wow. I, I should I should I should find out. We should ask some friends. Yeah. And because I, I know Italians, because uh, some Italians live with me uh, early on here in LA. Uh, so I know you know. Questo non è buono. Ciao a tutti. Il messaggio non importante. So I know some Italian. I know how to make gnocchi al patati. And one of my friends shouts to uh, Giovanni Onorato, aka Fat Gold from Milano. Uh, he didn't use deodorant, but he would use talcum powder. You know, you know like this the, uh, baby, baby powder. Thing? Yeah. yeah, but he would say no, put everywhere, armpits, nuts, 
yeah. everywhere you want. He's like, no, it's the best thing because it absorbs the the sweats. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, man, I think we got new solutions for that. But you know, uh, I didn't find out about this bidet. That's interesting. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that. So Papa Xulf. Yep. We were talking earlier because uh, uh, I'm I'm working on something now which is like very textural based and um, like I want to leave it at the level of texture, some overspray scratched away, you know, like almost like leftover wall remnants from like 15 years ago is a little bit the vibe of, of those textures I'm working on. Yeah. And I always think of you because you changed me a little bit back when we first painted. You know, and and I always tell that when I see you, but it's true. Thank you. And and now, uh, as I saw your work develop from those times, mm-hmm. like you've you're really in 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 a, in a place of further reduction, you know, more jazz, more human touch, uh, perfection is unnecessary. You know, you're not trying to impress that. Uh, level to anyone it's mm-hmm. it's like it seems to be like a feeling based reduced almost anti-style but it's full of style right yeah and so what's your thinking there because I, I, I can touch I can feel it you know I know that it's great mm-hmm. and I have so much respect for being able to stop there or even to want to go there Right, because it's so against all the flashy stuff that everyone's doing, you know. Uh, the complete opposite is like all the surrealistic stuff and 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 the, and the crazy, whatever graphic design flexes and all that stuff. But your work has that, but just in a completely different way, right? To those that have the eye to recognize it, and I think that's so fucking fresh. So I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit and find out like what like from what place do you feel when when you create that stuff and like what's like you know what's the what's the mission a little bit like okay so I don't have an answer for this but I think as everybody when I was a teenager I was impressed by graffiti and fell in love with graffiti and especially with the technical side of it mm. I thought it was very well done or very impressive then I went for this and I think after like few years of painting, everybody can achieve this uh, this technical aspect of uh, mastering the tool, kind of. Right. So when I prove myself that I could do this, uh, I was happy. But I thought I'm not gonna just repeat this again and again because right. now I want to to I have this skill now, but I want to have other skill. So uh, I had to to go and explore other things that you can do with this tool. So that's why I guess that's how I... Like as a way not to keep it fresh for yourself, not to get bored and to get stuck in, in like double outline and triple outline and then, you know, three layers of depth and like all the technical things that everyone discovers, right? Yeah. And so like it became boring maybe at, at a certain point? Mm, I don't know if it became boring, but it's more like uh, you have a tool, you can use it to make it as very clean or with gradients, very smooth and stuff, but you right. can also use it another way. Right. You can use it to have uh, more texture, you can use it to have something where you see the gesture uh, opposite to have something that looks like it's almost computer made. Yeah. So, uh, and also my, uh, my taste in like other kind of paintings and graffiti, 
I like when you see the gesture. I like when there is uh, some audacious color combination. I like when there is uh, like compositions that are not so uh, so evident, but yeah. that work still. Yeah. So I thought like I would try to uh, yeah just try it and also with graffiti the way I did it, it was like an abandoned place. So I paint. My paint is finished like in one day, so it's quite quick. And at the end, I have the choice to show it or not show it. So it's a perfect place to just try some stuff because if I'm not happy with it, right, it's uh, it's okay. I just don't show it, and right. I can paint over it, right. or anybody can paint over it yeah. anyway. So it's a place where I can be very free to try some stuff. Right. And sometimes I'm I'm happy, sometimes I'm not happy. But this is not really the main point. The main point is to try new stuff. Right. And, uh, to search and, 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 and to discover something like they always say, you know, it's so cheesy, but like dance as if no one's looking, you know, dance uh, as if, you know, so you were painting as if no one's watching. Yeah, because no one's watching. Because no one wasn't have, fucking watching. And <laughs> I have a harder time with dancing uh, like no one is watching because if I know somebody's watching, I would I know. feel like. Uh, yeah, that's the quantum thing too in quantum mechanics, like the particle that's being observed. As soon as, as it is being observed, it, it cannot sort of be measured anymore or it goes into a different place. Very yeah. interesting. And then all the way to painting, it's fascinating, man. It's fascinating. Because it, it's, 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 I mean, it's very difficult to let go of all those techniques, even though you get good at them, you know, or you can, you know, after a while, you, after 10 years of painting or something, you can do anything, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And if you really wanted to focus on one particular aspect of what was available already, as far as like style menu or like finishing menu, you could probably get there very well as well. But then to say, you know what, I am someone else, you know? No, I didn't want to uh, like uh, show that I am not as other painter or whatever. But like I, I see uh, sometimes a lot of beauty in something that's not really uh, well done, right? Like a kid drawing. Or like uh, a person who's going to do a tag for the first time. I sometimes see some poetry in this yeah. that I rarely see in some very technical, like fat cat tagging with yeah. effect and stuff. Yeah, so I know what you're saying. Yeah. As, as my uh, personal taste lean more to this thing, right. this is also where I want to go with my painting, kind of. But I have to, as you say, some, let go of some like uh, automatic stuff I would do, but right. I have to... So for instance, one thing I didn't let go is the letter. I right. still... Uh, the letter form is still central. I, I mean, like, when I do a graffiti painting, right. it's still going to be later. Even if it's hard to read for anybody, in right. my mind, it's still the basis of the where I'm, uh, I start to play, to play with. Right. It's letters. But for instance, uh, Jean, my wife, yes. who started graffiti when she uh, met me and doesn't have all this background, yeah. for her, the letter is not an issue. It's, uh, so she's way more free in this right because she don't have this graffiti rules in her head that you have to kind of break or stuff she has no yeah. idea about this so she can just do whatever she wants without feeling any right. guilt or any whatever yeah that's very Which were you, you were saying just before that it's hard for you to go from what you are doing now to something a bit more abstract or loose because you feel some kind of guilt of yeah. letting go really I do yeah. you know like um, I, I, I really do because I feel like I don't deserve to do that you know, like I feel like I have to prove more, even though I know that if someone like 
checks maybe all, really everything that I've done or something. It's like, oh, you can do that too. But he didn't continue to do that. Mm. You know, like, I know I can do that. I know I can be Mr. Vector Painter. I've done some kind of like realistic stuff. I'm good with letters. I like composition. I, decent colors most of the time. But still, I feel you don't deserve to, 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 to just go into the abstract. But also one thing I think that's a bit different is that... Because uh, once you prove to yourself, I think it's good enough. Right. You don't have to prove others. That's but true. You are, uh, make, you are an artist living, uh, making a living out of it. Yes. So for you, it has also other like kind of... Um, uh, implication. Implication, yeah. If you change... Yeah. You may disappoint other people that are used to what you're doing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or uh, like you're being afraid yeah. that they're not going to follow or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't really worry about that too much because like I'm, I'm kind of like I have like a few different kind of styles that I'm already mm -hmm. doing, which I already think it's too much. If I wanted to be like, let's say, D-Face or something, which I don't mm -hmm. necessarily want to be, even though I respect, you know, that guy a lot. No, you told me you, you don't like him. Uh, no, no, shut up. <laughs> or like St Stephen Harrington or something. To me, these are perfect mm. examples, you know, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is like, because it's so much fun, like what, what these people get to do, because it's so evident that the T-shirt is the same as the painting, which is the same as the mural, which is the same as the sculpture, which is the same. And it's like if, but I am still too curious about other things to stick there. Plus... You know, I'm not very character-based, which those guys pretty much are. Yeah, and also you have to be very uh, good at not getting bored when you're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I am... So, uh, graffiti painting for me is a hobby, a fun hobby. So I don't want it to be boring at all. Right. And uh, I, don't want, I don't know where I, what I wanted to say with this. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying, because uh, on the design side... Right, it, it, things look completely different, and and so you you purposely keep keep uh, making art and the graffiti stuff. You keep that co conscientiously uh, separate, so you can always remain like free and uninfluenced by some nonsense. Yeah. Right, that's cool. Yeah. But this kind is this guy not changing right now? So yeah, yeah, because the world is changing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden people yeah. are into like, hey, this guy works in the street. Let me. Uh, Oh, we can purchase one? Wow, that's, I remember, you know, like all of a sudden there's that, which, you know, uh, we're a little bit same generation, I feel. Yeah. Uh, how crazy is that? That it's like, it's even possible, like to make a painting and to sell it to someone. Like, you care about this shit? Like, you're not supposed to care about this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I guess that's now old news because that's been happening for 10 years or something. But isn't that still weird on some level? Oh, uh, no, because for no. me, there is a lot of stuff that I see in the street that I would really like to have to have for right. myself. Right. So I totally understand other people. Yeah. No, I understand it and too. I've been but like, when I was a kid, I've been like uh, uh, peeling off stickers in the street and stuff for my own collection. So oh, yeah. Uh, I, did, I did the same in the skateboarding days. Mm. I saw a sticker. What? This sticker just stick in here? Let me get that mm. sticker. Just to have it. Yeah. Even though like, I had to use like scotch to put it in a book or something, but I have the sticker now, you know? Oh, no, this is not. Oh. Oh, I have your uh, briquet. What? Uh, je vous en prie, monsieur, un petit peu de feu. By the way, how is my French? Merci. Uh, ouais. <laughs> oh, no, it's very good. It's good. It's, it, I'll, I'll, I think you don't have uh, enough practice. No. Is. 
Is my French as good as my Bolognese or is my Bolognese better than my French? Uh, I think your Bolognese is better than your Italian. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but was it bad? What? The Bolognese? Uh, the Bolognese. No, no. It, it, was, it was good, good no? no? it was really, really good. Yeah, I'm really prideful of my Bolognese. Yeah. For people that are listening that know me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's very... Uh, yeah, I finally learned how to make it. And also to go back to the yes. topic, mm-hmm. uh, going from uh, technical painting to more like abstract painting can uh, be judged by other people like being a simplest thing. But as you said, it's not that simple. Yeah. And uh, so I have a quote from Picasso that uh, I would not be able to give as exact, but he said something like, it took me like 10 years to learn how to paint. Uh-huh. And it took me 30 years to unlearn. How Ooh, to paint. La, 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 la. And I think this is very true. When you, you're uh, knowing how to do something, it's really hard after to say, no, I'm not going to do it what I know. I'm going to still try to... Uh, to unlearn it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a deep one. Yeah. Also, I have another really good Picasso one that's just the same like that. Um, um, some you know, but some like person or a wife of a collector or something, and it was like uh, maybe some part of the ex- exposition was drawings, and uh, the wife was like, "Well, how much you want for that? That doesn't seem like it took too long. How long did that take that drawing?" And Picasso said, "Well, to be really honest, madam." It took my entire life. Hmm. And it was like a really simple, you know, but yeah. he was right. Mm-hmm. I like Picasso. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's because I, I love textures, you know, and I'm not the only one, of course. Everyone, like most people that are creative, like a good texture. And um, yeah, so uh, it's just when, when, whenever I have done all these like things, like mostly background still, I always think of you and, and the times we painted. Because remember? I didn't know you speak so much about me. Yeah, I think about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At least once a year, my friend. No. Oh, good enough. <laughs> no, but I, it was really meaningful to me because I was really in a... I think this was 2012 or something. Yeah, probably. We painted a few know. things. And... Um, I was like, no, we got to use tape. It's, it's better when it's sharp and like, you know, no, no you know, it's got to be crisper. You got too much overspray and you're like looking at me, you know, and, and then all of a sudden I caught your wave, you know, like I was into your codex, so to speak. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, like he doesn't want to talk about any of this shit. You know, we just do. Yeah. Right. We just do and like trust each other. And like, it's not about like finishing like touches and like, of course, there's some of that. Yeah. But it was more like every mark you make, right, should be trusted and, and is valid to be there. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you can always cover it. So, right. But, but sometimes in mistakes and stuff, there is uh, something to keep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I used to start walls with, I would just take random color yeah. and maybe a black and maybe some white, you know, and then it's kind of easy. You're cheating yeah. already. But let's say there's no white, which usually is helpful, but there's black and then like the ugliest colors, it seems like random in a box. Yeah. And I would go paint a wall and try to find something. And then I, I learned that way, you know, the balance of color, you know, like it can still like on the table or on the floor, it can look like a really ugly color palette, right? Yeah. That's if you use equal amounts of every color. Yeah. Absol- absolutely, like I want to puke. 
But if you use mostly these three colors and then a few touches of those other four colors, yeah. all of a sudden you have something uh, advanced and mature, right? Mm -hmm. And I think um, I, I'm, I'm sensing like that's probably the way you you also like approach walls sometimes, but not just with colors, but with marks and, and starting points and, you know, um, just being present, right? It's, 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 it's an exercise in really being present. And uh, I can see in your face that this is even weird to talk about. Yeah, because uh, honestly, yeah. I do my thing and I- Because I'm trying to analyze and that's not, that's not the thing. The thing is not to analyze, but, yeah. Uh, recently, a, a friend of mine in Paris did an interview of me also. And so he had, he had me to put words on something that I never thought really. And I said something, so I'm going to say it again. Like for me, doing a painting is like a game kind of. So you use the first color, you have this amount of color, you use the first, and then there is only few of them that can go next to this yeah. one. Yeah. And you choose to put this one, then there is even less choice to put next. And yeah. then at the end, it's like a... Tetris of color. Uh, yeah, or yeah. like a quiz or like something that you, you have to solve the enigma. Yeah, yeah. And then you finally, finally solve it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel that way. Uh, I feel that way too. And you don't know until you go, right? Yeah. But then you also know... And that's also why I don't... I never sketch. Right. So I can still enjoy this game when it's happening right. and not really just reproduce what I have on my paper. Yeah. That's... Uh, uh, it's cheating, yeah. No, not really cheating, but for me it's oh, really it's less, less exciting. Yeah. Because uh, I would oh. feel that there is no risk. And uh -uh. what I like when I paint is the risk that it's not going to be good. Right. So exactly. there is always this line and I like to try to be on this line and yeah. I can fall any moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes if it goes too well, I could like try to destroy a bit to see and yeah, yeah, going yeah. back to this line. Yeah. Because you know, like, I am also aware of that part where you know that, oh, no, 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 no. You think that this is a smart choice, but actually it's so cliche already. Right? Or this, this, these colors next to that color, you think right now, oh, because you've never done it. But it's actually so cliche. It's, it's, it's not, you know, and that's weird to explain, you know, sometimes. You know, like a, like a deep, uh, like a deep green, like an ugly green, like that green on that painting right there, the yeah. dot, right? Yeah. That dot, you see yeah, that dot? That dot next to a flat pink, right? Yeah. Five, six years ago, you would think, oh. Very intelligent. Today, boring. Yeah, sure. you, you know what I mean? So it, it's a weird database of, of a filter, yeah. right? But then still, um, how would you explain that database, that filter, that, 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 you know, that, I don't want to even computerize it by calling it algorithm, but just that deduction, right? That filter. How do you think you develop that? Is it because you're so fucking cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like when I see this, this green, I would also think like a flat pink would yeah. be a very easy choice. Yeah, easy choice. But maybe if you put like uh, like royal blue or like chrome, it's, yeah. it's going to be like, oh, that's a bit more interesting or unexpected. Yeah. But still, I would know it, it would work. Right. But there is some other choice that yeah. can maybe think like, this is really a bad choice. Yeah. But you can still try it. And uh, maybe yeah. what's going to be around is going gonna, is gonna to make it It's good. weird how you know sometimes, right? Like I, that painting, mm. I hate that one. Because all of a sudden it becomes very homely. 
especially the frame, that burgundy frame. I'm like, what? What is this Christmas time over here? No, this one I can't wait to get rid of. It. Uh, <laughs> it's like annoying me, like, and so. So what do you do when you have a painting like this? Uh, to be honest, like someone will walk in in the studio, and they'll be like, "Oh wow, you still have that one?" I'm like, "Yeah, I had it at my house." And then like, "Really?" <laughs> and then they want that one. So you're never painting on top. Oh, I I do sometimes, but like it's the same with walls. Like over the years, I, I've learned to like keep spots fresh. Yeah. You know, especially in LA where it's like number one kind of like hard to get a wall and then you make it fresh but my original feeling is I'm not I, I'll never paint over anyone and the idea is to add more mm. right not 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 to go over in, in in the idea of like sharing more giving more like that kind mm. of thing um, but with walls I started to paint over every three four years and with paintings now I'm starting to do it but too. over your your old painting uh, yeah mm. I've, I've, I've and done when it. you do this do you like put uh, wool uh, coat of latex and start fresh or do you start try to keep the old some old part of the old painting oh uh, usually fresh oh. yeah like the, the paintings that are eligible uh, for complete uh, over painting like I can't wait to never look at that painting again because you know uh, the way I painted in Paris so it's like one spot where a lot of people paint And so you paint over some other people, but this is okay because every two days... Uh, it's Where is like, this? Saint-Denis? Uh, no, but it's like yeah, touching Paris kind of. Okay, yeah. And when I paint over like other painting, I like to not put a fresh coat of white and start like a white page. I like to paint on top of the other one and maybe keep some... And incorporate. Yeah, not, not necessarily. I don't have to and it's not a rule that I really made for me, but if there is some color that I like under, I would not right. touch it. And I put the the background last, uh -huh. uh, like to cut days, back, to cut yeah, back with the background. This day is more like, most likely like beige uh, right. background, and then that's only at this last moment that my painting appears. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And is this out of uh, tribute or respect to the no, other no, artist? Not Or you just sometimes you don't even look who it is. You just use like some some lines, some whatever, like yeah, some because color. I think it looks nice because uh, it looks nice. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. It's like uh, the David Ellis. Remember David Ellis? Like 2002, three, he did like a time lapse, American painter, Ooh, and Barnstormers. Know. Those guys, David Ellis. Yeah, I'll send you. You will like. Okay. Uh, I think he did 100 paintings, over the same painting, and oh. also with friends. Hmm. And it just, but it wasn't just like oh, blank all 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 the time. Yeah. No, like friends would use part of the old painting and keep going that way. Right, so like, all the energy becomes mixed in, and like five paintings later, mm. if you were five guys ago, yeah. your energy is still in there, still boop, peeking mm. through. You know, that's cool. There is this guy in Paris called Sayo mm -hmm. uh, that used to paint in Paris, and uh, he painted a lot of shutter. Mm. And uh, so sometimes he, he come fresh with a shutter where there is only like few tags, and he would erase these tags like with black or whatever. Right. And this makes already like a first idea of the composition of what he's going to make after it. And uh, he had also some enemies that would come and toy him and paint over his painting. Right. And instead of getting fresh start and just taking the space back, he would incorporate these people in his painting. So he's uh, doing like some collaboration with people who are not involved in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was a very smart way to yeah. uh, I've thought about that yeah 
Or even he would he he would call the city and say, oh, this painting, this shutter has been painted. Can you come and erase it? And while people are erasing, he would interview the the guy and say, so do you feel like you are an artist kind of because you are also participating in this process? Yeah, the buff, the buff. Yeah, especially yeah Paris, but also like LA. You you've seen it here now. There's like light beige, light gray everywhere mm. and they don't know because they're just graffiti brigade you know city yeah. cleanup to keep the property value up but everywhere you see just like let's say you see like a a thirty percent brown over a ten yeah. percent beige you know everywhere there's making these squares mm. right and there is a beauty in this and there's fantastic beauty in it fantastic beauty in that and and the guys that are they don't even know right and in, in a way they're the most free coming back to what you're saying <laughs> Because they don't even know they're 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 creating uh, like artistic compositions, right? Yeah. So they are the deepest. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe not, but you know, they're, they're you know they're doing they're making creative choices without knowing that they're doing that because they're just on, on the level of of sort of like covering mm. things up, you know, just yeah. like house painting type of shit. But I'm not sure they are really making choices uh, because they are not picking the color. For them, it's just. Uh, being efficient, right? Uh, so I'm not sure they are thinking about the composition and stuff. Right, it's more like your eyes that see this, right? And yeah, see the beauty in it. right. So. I, I see where, where they stop, and then yeah. you know sometimes it's like uh, you know an astro fat tag, yeah. and instead of like just doing a big square, they just yeah. follow the tag. That's and it's like even better. Yeah. <laughs> this guy got up. Yeah, that, that's when things get interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that juxtaposition to the unknowing, you know, hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I met uh, Turbo once, man, in Paris. Oh. Which I think, um, like, he's, like, a little bit, like, considered, like, the, the father of anti-style a little bit. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, he was... Well, one of the early ones, yeah? Turbo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Turbo was a really good painter. Yeah. And I have been painting with him a few times. Yeah. Yeah, super nice guy. And I couldn't believe what he was doing. This is with uh, my friend Bue. Shouts to Bue. Mm maybe 2007 or something i think somewhere in paris i forget yeah some and i was like what is he doing but also turbo to me has really this childish childish feel to his yeah. painting so he's really, he was really good at uh, going back to this innocent way of doing uh, graffiti yeah. when you're like in like school and you have no idea how to do it but hairspray caps even the shape everything you know, this, yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah it was was very was very refreshing yeah, sure. to, to see that I, I, I love that yeah there's, there, there's that cap where you if you're not like a, a half a meter a meter away because it comes out like very concentrated and strong oh and like very a needle cap yeah needle cap yeah. yeah and it's like there's too much coming out you know yeah. it's like 1976 or something you know? <laughs> but that's fun you know yeah. good 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 stuff yeah yeah so um so now you have a studio in LA as well. So you're making work, especially during this COVID. You're like, yeah. Uh, also, I have, uh, I I am, uh, I don't have green card yet. Right. So I don't have uh, right to uh, do anything. Basically. To work here. Yeah. To work, to drive, to whatever. Right. And also, it would be uh, quite a bad idea to get caught doing stupid shit. Right. So I have to kind of. Yeah. Stay my advice: it. don't do it. 
I, I was confronted with the same thing uh, 25 years ago. And I'm like, okay. Like, I did a few things. But then I'm like, if they do catch you, it's it's deportation. You're blocked for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, not a good, you know. Yeah. Which is good. Because then you have, like, a limitation there. So you can focus somewhere else. Yeah, yeah sure. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. But even though you could, because everyone's masked up now, like, it's very difficult. But we're not going to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and also I'm not, uh, I'm not confident here. I don't mm. feel like uh, like it's my own town where I can just walk by night and know exactly where I'm, I am and do right. whatever and know yeah. how, what I'm getting involved in. Yeah. Here I have no idea, so... Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah the, your orientation takes a while here because yeah. it is quite a large city. And also, out of the orientation, what is uh, okay to do or not to do, right. like uh, here you cannot even drink a beer in the street so there is right. some stuff like uh, I don't know what's accepted or not accepted yeah no what, public what? masturbation no, no, <laughs> you have to let it go man you gotta stop at that yeah. <laughs> no, <kidding. laughs> yeah no drinking in public <laughs> so I guess yeah. there is some rules that you can break and that everybody's breaking like even crossing on the sidewalk and stuff like yeah. uh, where I'm coming from yeah. nobody's crossing oh, on the yeah, sidewalk yeah. but here they, they, you know it's less now mm. like a jaywalking ticket you can still get it, but it's less than maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. Where maybe the quota was different, you know, the city needed more money. But if, if the city needs more money ever, it's now, you know. You've seen, like, we went from, in one year, from 40,000 people homeless now to 60,000 people homeless. Oh, I didn't know that. Have you, you noticed uh, around, like... I have been very... Uh, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, shocked by the amount of homeless people in LA. Honest? It's, Homeless. Homeless, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And also, homeless people in Europe, they don't look the same as homeless people here. Here they look like what we have seen in movies yeah. when we were back uh, yeah. in Europe. And so it's really like crazy. And there yeah. is so many. And they look they look like they are crazy. Yeah. And this is really scary to me. Like It's, it's like a mirror of what you could you could be if you somehow something happened. Oof. And that's very... Very scary. Yeah, it's super, super, super. And super also, scary. like, it's very depressing to yeah. see all these people. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And also, it doesn't it doesn't fit with the sun and everything, so yeah. it's really strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, really, it's 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 so weird. And now, since the last like three, four years, like, uh, you know, the city's allowing people to camp. Yeah. You know, so there's tents uh, for those of you that are listening. Mm obviously from other places uh like you go under any bridge in a lot yeah. of neighborhoods it's just they t- the homeless the population is so vast that there's actual tents like big tents yeah. set up and people collecting stuff and there's a there's a there's a guy taking a shit with his ass out of the tent i saw a woman take a piss on hollywood boulevard uh, after one of the protests just like bent over, like her chin touching her knees, full uh, pussy out, a stream like a tiger. Just I saw everything. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, 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 man, Jesus. Yeah. And there is some neighborhood, like it's just like a refugee camp. Kind yeah. Of. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because uh, you're staying on the east side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you go downtown, uh, Skid yeah, Row. Yeah, exactly. It's I used concentrated to go there. there. My yeah. bike. Yeah. yeah. So there is some, Skid some Row is like it's really bananas, depressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and and that's again, you know, the capitalist system, you know, mm-hmm. versus the social democracies where we grew up, you know, mm-hmm. France and Belgium, you know, it, it's we have some homeless people, 
in Antwerp, Brussels, you know, Paris also, you know. But it's, it's, it's not hundred, maybe it's like a, f- a few hundred max, but it's not thousands and it's not tens of thousands. But you know, nowadays, I don't know when is the last time you went to Europe, but... Uh, January. Oh, yeah, but yeah. especially in Paris, there is a lot of refugees now. Right. And it looked a bit similar, but it's not as uh, many as people that you can see here, but yeah. there is a lot of, like, especially black people who have been going through crazy shit to arrive in Europe thinking it's going to be the Eldorado yeah. and then there is nothing for, there, yeah, for yeah, them yeah, yeah, where yeah. they arrived. So it's also very uh, visually crazy to see all these yeah. people and completely uh, helpless. Yeah. Nobody is taking care of them and yeah. they are being pushed from a place to another. Like yeah. when too many people start to complain because uh, there is too many at a the place, then they push them out yeah and where we where i used to paint there was a camp of these uh, refugee people like uh, syrian re- refugees and others uh i don't know exactly where they're from but they are yeah i, I assume they are african right i don't know and uh so there was a lot under a bridge and we are painting uh, very not far from this and one day they uh, kicked them out And they used this kind of big bulldozer that was taking the tent like this and wow. crushing all the tent. Like ah, yeah, visually, yeah. it was like crazy. Like uh, wow, mm. like whatever they had, it was like just destroyed. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah just and they have garbage. Nothing, so. yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm painting next to this canal. And yeah. This canal is really dirty. Like there is amount of stuff floating, crazy uh, 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 stuff uh, uh, like uh, food, shoes, uh, 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 rats, and stuff. Uh, and they would like uh, wash themselves in uh, this thing and stuff. So. Yeah. Like the reality uh, is yeah. really yeah, and, and you know I don't know I'm not the best guy to to like you know come up with solutions about this stuff but like it, no, it seems not. to me that uh, the corporations that have benefited you know from all the all the you know all the mining all all the stuff you know all the You know, Africa's been raped so much, so many times for all kinds of things. Phosphor, magnesium, uh, natural gas, diamond, like, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's bananas. So there comes a time when, you know, it's time, it's time to help out. And then not in any small way. But then there's also the governments they got to step in, especially in, in America, where it's your own people, you know? Like, because uh, refugees is one thing, yeah. right? But then... Like, I, painting in the street in L.A. for so long, like, I met so many guys, uh, Vietnam veterans and stuff, that I would get to know. And, um, like, from one day to the next, they'd, they'd, they'd go to the Veterans Affairs building, the VA, to get their little monthly payment, mm-hmm. you know, because they served. And all of a sudden, they're out of the system. And, like, I know this firsthand, you know. And this person is not crazy. There may be... Um, you know PTSD and all that sort of stuff and kind of being awkward and some mental stuff but this guy served you know mm-hmm. in your war and, and like he's got an arm and a leg missing you know and then it's heartbreaking stuff so yeah I don't, I don't know you know like brings me back to, to Gandhi you know you can judge a, a society by uh, the way you trust those that have the least amongst you Right? A society can be judged by how you treat the people yeah, that yeah. have nothing. Sure. And so, when then you have Champs-Élysées, and here you have Rodeo Drive, and you have the Bentley next to the homeless tent. It's like, okay, mm. like, 
I'm not saying let's take all your money, give it, to, but it's like there's got to be some, you know, or when people are suffering on the planet, um, it's 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 like whose responsibility responsibility is I, it? I think that's a problem because I don't think anybody feels his responsibility or right. his fault. Because so we don't feel together, yeah. right? Because we, we think, we think uh, you're, you're, you're French, I'm Belgian, and now we're in America, and, and we're, you know, we're, but it's like, actually, it's all of us humans, actually. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. But that's very idealistic and naive, I guess. I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. But you know, the Pentagon just released that they have a craft that is not of this earth. Did you see that last week? <laughs> no, they, they, they said. Uh, say that again. I don't oh, so, so uh, in other words, the Pentagon, the yeah. Pentagon, has issued a release stating that they have an alien spacecraft, not from this Earth. Is is what they admitted to, after like 30, 40 years of like Area Fifty Two and everything else, and UFO sightings and Bob Lazar and all these guys. All of a sudden, last week. They said we have a craft that is not from this planet. Yeah, you're sure about what you're saying? Oh yeah, absolutely sure. It was like major news, and uh, very strange. But I think it's time for an alien to show up. <laughs> Now's a good time because then we can all feel like okay, we're all just people here. We are definitely not an alien. You know, or like we need a dog to start talking or something. Or it's something, you know, to, to, to unify us, you know, because yeah. it, it's kind of silly what we're doing to one another, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. We're all human fucking beings. Yeah, and, and we're yeah. acting like I'm better than you. You're better than me. You know, it's like, okay, that like, can we just like look at, can we just be one big family? This is very idealistic. Yeah, yeah. Did I take mushrooms? <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> But you know, don't you feel that way? I'll take one too. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, I, I am uh, more shy than you are to express this kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, yeah, there is definitely something wrong. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the world of today. I don't know yeah. what to do or what to say. And also, uh, I don't know, yeah, just going back to graffiti. Yeah. Doing graffiti in the street is also something wrong, and I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I don't so, think uh, it's wrong. No, I mean... Uh, oh, like according to the law. I mean, yeah. onto law. Mm. Yeah. I guess if you do it on someone's house, or, you know, yeah. then it's maybe m- more wrong. Yeah, uh, that's not or the something. point I wanted yeah, to do, I but, uh, like, I guess we are all doing some wrong stuff, and uh, the world is, is wrong, and everything is wrong, but, yeah... What to do? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think I cannot. What I wanted to say is that I cannot blame all the wrong thing happening, because on my side I oh I'm yeah doing also some wrong stuff. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, we've all done wrong. Like I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think, uh, you know, what, what? Not that I'm particularly uh, uh, Catholic or anything, but. Uh, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? Jesus said. Yeah. Let the guy who, who didn't, who was a goody two-shoes from the beginning, golden heart, never did anything wrong, let him throw the first stone at me, mm. right? Powerful statement. Mm. And then everyone's like, oh. <laughs> you know? And, that, and that's, that's who we are. And 
Why did I say that? I forget. I don't know because yeah. uh, you cannot be perfect, maybe. No, no exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this this is, you know, like, and it's also uninteresting to be perfect because that means you haven't been and emotional that that you know you've. you've and also, there is so many wrong thing, like you said this. Uh, uh, Homeless situation, refugee situation, climate situation, uh, woman rights situation, right. uh, uh, black people situation. Yeah. There is so many stuff that right. I don't feel myself that I can be involved in all these things. So I, it's very hard to to just say statement and don't do nothing on the side. So yeah. I'd rather not say much yeah. but there and try to, uh, try to be honest with myself and be as good as I can with these things that but that is doing something you know like like you like being the best version of yourself yeah. and that's very Los Angeles now to say yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and I hear him in Europe already cringing but that is that is what we can do you know because not everyone um, you know but that that is like you know being kind and like doing all that stuff I think we did take mushrooms <laughs> But that is what we can do. And also, I am, there is something that I am a bit uh, not liking, is that all these uh, things that people should get offended about is now in a rhythm that's entertaining rhythm, kind of. Like, uh, next month is about uh, glaciers that's uh, melting, right. and then the, the one after is about uh, men right. being overpowered, and everybody's going to jump yeah. into this yeah. fight. That, that is, yeah, I'm, I'm happy you say that, because that, like all my friends in Europe, they, they say that. Right. Oh, really? oh yeah, like. But I don't say that this is not important. This is very important. But now I see it as an entertainment kind of like, like not entertainment, but like, something like, to uh, like a social media trend. It, yeah. it, it, they coined the term uh, virtue signaling. I'm on the good side of things because I posted about it and stuff. You know, kind of kind of vibe. When actually, you know, what what are you actually doing? Yeah. You're just hopping on the on the on the on the on the side of the winning team, or so you think, right? Which is also we got to be careful for that. And there is some people who really dedicate their life to one of these topic, and are really serious about it and right. stuff. And I don't feel comfortable stepping on their territory and right. claiming, right? And the the month after claiming something else because right. another thing is now popping up, right? Because you know some some of these causes. Uh, we know, I mean, it's yeah. not like an opinion, but some of these no causes uh, can be used to cover up how you are actually not, uh, you know, d doing the things you want to do with yourself in your life. You know, it's like, I'm fucked up, I'm drinking too much, or, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an asshole, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then, be, in, in, be, because I'm avoiding looking at myself, and being a, trying to be a better person first, I'm gonna jump onto something that's ready made for me oh, yeah, to like walk and like you know support yeah. from the glaciers to Black Lives Matter to whatever it is, yeah. and then you know I will show the world in Facebook and Instagram that you know I'm I'm, I'm good, but actually exactly. behind the scenes you kind of did rape someone, you know or something, you you know you know also, you know what I'm saying? I, I think there is a there's a lot of that a lot of people maybe unconsciously. When they are making this statement, what they are talking about is themselves. They say, right. I am this kind of person saying this kind of thing. Right. They are not working for the cause. They are talking about themselves. Right, exactly. Yes, it, it, it's a way to get more attention, more likes, more love. But like how deeply vested are you actually? Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah, saying stuff is good and it needs to be said. And doing something The real is thing is to do stuff. Right, exactly. So if you're not doing stuff, maybe you should sometimes just... Yeah. Keep quiet. Yeah. And there is an out, outrage culture, right? And there is a lot of sensitivity about a lot of different things. And, and you know, 
I guess some some of it has to happen in order for things to like find a good balance, you know. But um, you know, a, a lot of people are easily offended by things, mm-hmm. right? That maybe are yeah. Are you sure you should be offended by that? You know, or you, you know what I mean? It, the, there is an outrage thing happening, and in so a lot I, of cases it's know, good. Uh, but I don't know the word outrage. Yeah, the, uh, um, just the for you know the phrase I'm offended by you yeah. touching your knee like that. That's a micro expression, right? It's micro aggression, mm-hmm. right? It comes out of the academic circles. It came from Canada down to uh, the U.S. actually, and there's some. Ce sont des petits filous, you know. You know when you were 17, 18, 19. If if you can have power over your teacher or your professor, right? If you have any any moment to have power over them, you're going to use that, yeah. right? And so some of these things come out of that feeling, right? Like student feeling, like having you know be, trying to have some control over uh, someone in authority. And I knew that very well when I was a kid. I would use that a lot. But now there's this like through the socials, mm-hmm. right? It's like oh now it's a thing, and now the professor even knows that this is a thing. So that now when I tell the professor, hey, the way the way you're raising your hand is a microaggression. I feel I feel offended by that, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden the professor is like, wait, did I do something wrong? Am I am I am I too old school? You know? <laughs> and all of a sudden they 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 take a step back and they lose their position of knowledge, yeah. right? And now some 19 year old is telling them. That they're a dinosaur and that you need to fucking get with the times, man, because mm. you're gonna get canceled. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's a lot of that rascality going on, and I think in the end it's good uh, as long as as um, as 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 our ideas and our thoughts about the world can be freely shared, right? Because there's nothing like a bad thought being trumped by a good thought. Right, like the, the truth works in that way. Right, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but if 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 someone shows up and like challenges your thinking, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, you know, it's obvious, like a chess match in in thinking that ah oh, man, I really believe that for for like the last three years, but actually, huh, that's 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 the more truthful, that's the yeah. more true way to be. Then that should still be allowed, you know. Yeah. And you can't point fingers and say I feel offended, or I feel triggered, as a defense just to want to play games, right? Mm. Oh yeah. Sure. And so I guess that's a whole movement. I don't know too much about it. Yeah. You know, I'm just talking no, about it really as care. if I know a lot about it, because <laughs> that's just who I am. Uh, but yeah, I guess that there, there's a big movement in that, mm. and it's sort of like spreading to Europe a little bit. But there, you know, people are sort of like, wait, what? You know, like it's a little bit different there. You know, so I'm and glad you know, you uh, we are very lucky being man, white, not part of any minority, uh, not so we don't have to deal with what other people from this minority deal with, and so uh, yeah, I don't know what I need to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and what what But, I just yeah, said I, it has nothing necessarily to do with the minority. It, it, you know, it it just has to do with some sensitivity that was decided upon by a mass of people but what what are they really being authentic about that mm. right i'm not talking about black people i'm not talking about gay people i'm not talking about trans people 
I'm just talking about there's like waves that pop up where things, um, it's like, it, it's something like you said, to, to get attention over and, and to feel um, like if, if you don't feel seen in life, I understand what that's like, mm. you know, let's talk about that. And I, I guess I'm talking even like too much right now. Like, I don't <laughs> even know what I'm talking about. You know? But life is life is fucking difficult. You know, you're gonna have to, you know, put your best foot forward always and hold people to account, hold yourself accountable. I always used to say, you know, work ethic high, overhead low. Don't spend more, you know, spend a lot less than what you're making. I mean, if you want to be an artist, you know. And so, yes, I think we did take mushrooms. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> but yeah. But life is not uh, only hard. It can be also fun and simple yeah. and love and beauty yeah. and stuff. So you also have to seek for this thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but I think like, you know, like the one thing about America sort of versus Europe, which is a little bit of a problem, is that everywhere you go here, mm. right, you can't go chill anywhere for free. Mm. Like, you know, man, like you go anywhere in Berlin, London, yeah. Paris, Brussels, Greece, Lisbon, Barcelona. You know, you just hang out on the street with a bottle. You have a great time. You sit on the museum yeah. steps. Some guys show up. Friends, hey, what's up? Let's go paint something. Oh, we're making some... You know, just you're you're in the city and you're just like hanging in yeah. the city. And, and you're doing that for free. Yeah. Here, uh, for the most part, except New York City and a little bit Miami and a little bit New Orleans and a little bit, a little tiny little bit like like San Francisco and Portland and a little bit LA. It's like wherever you go, it's like you're expected to buy something. Yeah. Oh, so what? Um, a beer? Okay, sixteen dollars for a beer. And so we can't enjoy the city, mm. right? But to me, uh, it, it's a different system, is what I'm saying. What one thing that make me enjoy less the city here than Paris, for instance, mm. is that here, car is so much the center of your life, right? Yeah. I don't even have a driving license. Right. And I never felt the need of it in Paris. Right. And uh, right. so the point when you're coming out in Paris, going out in Paris, is not to not necessarily where you're going, yeah. but the in between from from starting to arriving, right. you can have fun, you can uh, walk, uh, find, yeah, see random people, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And this is something that's not happening here. Yeah, there's action in the street. Yeah, yeah, and there is yeah. here. There's, a, there's ambiance. There's you ambiance. Take a car, yeah. you arrive to the destination where you're supposed to Appointment be. Appointment with someone. And when you are yeah. bored being at this place, then you go back home and that's yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, after a while, you'll see that you can keep going around and like there's things, you know, there's mm -hmm. like other things other than that. Uh, but for the most part, upon arrival, right? Like, it doesn't take long to know that, wow, you know, there's ambiance, there's this romance in the air in Paris, you know, there's shit happening. You can watch people do things everywhere in Europe. Here, it's like you can watch people drive and you can watch yourself in the reflection of the mirror as you're walking down the street by yourself and there's no one around, <laughs> right? And it, it's, it's a different culture, right? Yeah. And so I think... With that comes, because that's very American, I feel. I mean, in, and this is the best part of it. Like, you go to the Midwest or the South, kids go to Walmart to hang out, yeah. you know? That's or cool. like Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, not Chuck E. Cheese, but like other, like, businesses. Yeah. And it's all corporate. There's no, like, homemade feel, no mm -hmm. mom and pop. 
And yeah, no wonder everyone's on meth and like doing crazy shit. And, 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 and everyone's separated, yeah. you know, because it's like car culture, yeah. appointment with these guys, house party, maybe some cool thing here. And then in between, you know, there, there's no like... But one thing I feel is that like Los Angeles, for instance, have been built after the invention of the car. So it has yes. been built uh, in relation of how people are going to use right. the city with the car. Right. While all this uh, country in Europe are older than cars. So yeah. it was made for people to just walk. Precisely. And it was built around the churches. Yeah. Right. So it's like a spider web around the churches, which everyone needs to walk to the church. Right? And one thing even worse is that I'm getting sick in cars. So <laughs> I don't enjoy at all being yeah, in yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, like, sociologically, um, that has a different... It creates a different feeling in the population, you know? Because mm -hmm. okay. uh, you, you see, and it, it, let's say Paris, because you're from there. On any given day, you see, like, 3,000 people, right? You don't know them all, yeah. but you see them, you see what they're doing. One old lady's, you know, uh, banging a stick against the carpet to get the dust out. Some other guy is walking in, you know, the boulangerie, you know, with the fresh croissant. You know, there's a gypsy down all the way down. You know, there's like kids skating. Uh, there, there's some arguments, you know. Uh, there's some tourists, you know. There's so much life to observe. You bump into life everywhere. And I think America has a particular problem there. And that's why they get a little bit like so like distant, very in their head. Talk, talk, talk. But where's the heart, heart, heart sometimes? But I see a lot of kids uh, skating in America, though. Yeah, skating a lot. Yeah. I was uh, quite yeah. surprised that to yeah. see so many. Well, guys. this is the Mecca, you know, skateboarding is here. This yeah, all yeah. the companies around LA. Yeah. Mm. But still, like, even kids, like, very young kids. Right. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, here, if you want, don't want to deal with people, you can just not deal with people. Yes. Into your life. That's why and I like it. I think there is a lot of people who enjoy this part. I, I love that. Yeah. You know, because I'm like really social when I want to be. Mm. But I, I don't like people ringing my doorbell. Hey, what are you doing, man? Mm. Like, no, I don't I want that. It. You like that? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, oh, for you friends, just, for friends. For sure. But you, you text, you SMS them or you just go to their house? Ding, ding. Uh, no, you, I know that they are coming, but like, right. like so I'm part of a, a graffiti crew in France. Right. It's called Modern Jazz and also other crew. And they are not all living in Paris. They are all around France and sometimes in small villages and stuff. But of course, Paris have more events than like a small village. Right. So for exhibition or whatever fair or whatever, yeah. uh, people would come. And when they come in Paris, they, they come to your house yeah, first. Most yeah. Likely they yeah. wouldn't crash at my house. Yeah. So yeah. There was no, that is fun. Yeah. Very often, so yeah. friends. Home. And that 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 is cool. Uh, and and yeah, that is super cool. Obviously. But I like, like, when I don't want to see anyone, like, I, I just yeah. don't want to see anyone, you know? Yeah. I like that. And I am, like, a social, uh, a social introvert. Like, I'd rather, I need a lot of alone time for some reason. Yeah, but when you are with people, you are very oh, entertaining. Love. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, because I want you to love me. And yeah. that's why I always <laughs> with the jokes and all this bullshit. Yeah. But on the, on the flip side, I also enjoy you and, 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 and all the people, you know? Ooh. And so... Uh, but I can only do so much because then it gets too much for me, like data overload. Oh, too yeah. many relationships, too many... So it's you know? tiring? A little bit, yeah. I need to reset and be by myself a lot. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. C'est bon pour le moral. <laughs>
that's a song. <laughs> you know, that's a song written by a Belgian uh, band. Uh, really? C'est bon pour le moral. C'est like bon, bon. La Compagnie Creole. Compagnie Creole, uh, they're Belgian, right? They wrote it in uh, assignment by uh, Club Mediterranean. Club oh, Med. Really? Yes, it was written for Club Med. To make like the summer uh, hit. Yeah, so if you did you ever go to Club Med as a kid? No, never. I did as a kid. And it's like, c'est bon pour le moral. And then all the aunties, you know, everyone's got a grand coupe, you know, drinking for free. <laughs> and then, yeah, Belgian, Belgian guys. Okay. So, les petits Belges, not that bad in the end. So, how, how do you see now? Uh, we, we still don't know because LA is again like a little bit like in, in, the, in the epicenter now, you know, more than New York, more than it's like Brazil here, a few other countries. So how do you feel yourself now? And, and is it hard to be motivated? Is it easy? Is it like, you know what? I'm so used to like, I can snap out of it. I'm all, already in LA, I'm not from here. Is it hard to work? Is it difficult? Or is it the, the best time for you? Oh, definitely not the best time. But I hear a lot of people saying, oh, what terrible time or what? Yeah, it's not so terrible if you're just conscious and do some like, basic stuff right so yeah i was like for the last uh, few months really conscious about it because i really couldn't get it because i couldn't transmit it to some uh, people who are uh, sick right so, oh no you, you you mean like you did really were careful not to get it because if you did get it then it would be problems yeah for yeah, sure or for like it would be uh, right not necessarily uh, for sure problem but uh, yeah, right i i uh, I understand, yeah. yeah. So I was very careful. And even at this moment, yeah, it, the life was not exactly as before, but uh, you're just a bit careful. You put a mask and you, yeah. you wash your hands. Yeah. I mean, right. I think it's more like visually uh, uh, crazy because you see all these people uh, with masks everywhere and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's not so hard to do. It's easy to do, you know. And, yeah. yeah. You know, for instance, like in France, they had to go to confinement, but the... Uh, Confinement was not like here, like you are stuck at home, yeah. you cannot go out. Yeah, what was it like in France? Because I know the scene in like some, some countries, but France I never like knew. What were you guys like locked down from 6 p.m. to like 6 a.m.? So I wasn't there, but right. uh, no, no, it was all day. There, there was not times. And only one person, let's say you are like a whole family in the house, only one person could get out to grocery shop really? yeah. with the paper. Uh -uh. And police everywhere yeah. controlling everybody and they if give you fine oh yeah, yeah sure yeah how much was the fine uh, i don't remember but maybe like 300 or something yeah like that. belgium right now is 600 mm. but yeah and uh, people really uh, um, follow this rule yeah they should yeah because yeah. i think it was quite uh, to a point that it was quite dangerous like really like there was no more space in the hospital and stuff so it yeah, yeah, would yeah. Uh, go uh, to a situation like uh, Really crazy. Catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, uh, they did this for like maybe two months. So nobody came out of their house for two months. So I'm sure yeah. it was hard for some people. Yeah. But at the end, it worked. Yeah. And again, you know, lucky France, lucky Belgium, lucky Holland, lucky Germany. Because there, if you stayed home, you st for people that work normal job, you still get 70% of your paycheck. No questions asked. Mm. But I think like, I like so that. That's the, so. That's you know, like the socialism Bernie Sanders was talking about. Yeah. He said it too extreme, but that's good. You know, yeah, yeah. it's fantastic for yeah. people. 
But also there is a mentality here, I think, that people would feel that their freedom is really uh, constrained. Like right. That. And I think people have harder time uh, letting go of some freedom here, even if it's for the benefits and for a small time. Right. I feel like people are more like attached to their own freedom. Yeah. And would, at the point would say, okay, just uh, fuck all this and I'm just going to do my life as I intend right. to do it. I'm free. I have the right to do it. Yeah. And uh, so. yeah, that is a big one. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a strange uh, country when it comes to that, you know. I think it comes with uh, good and bad sides. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's very good parts about it. And in fact, you know, there's something to say about it. Um, but, I, you know, most of the people that say that you can't take away my freedoms, you're just some guy that won a popularity con contest. And now you're the governor or the president or, or whoever the fuck you are you don't get to tell me what to do there's a constitution god damn it you know because they, they've had so many um bad examples of 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 lies being told you know being taken advantage of like it's really interesting huh? and the rest of the world is like wait okay we get it i think you know they say but can't you just like fucking stay inside so this thing can pass and yeah. everyone's like no masks <laughs> It's weird. But yeah, I think now they're getting it and hopefully like who knows man. You know. It's uh it's it's a it's a weird position to be in. Because I've I've been really good. You know, I've been really staying inside, not seeing anyone, just mm -hmm. my girl, that's that. And then sometimes I'd be driving or something and I see like full on parties happening. And I'm like, what the fuck? Or like on Instagram, like friends or something. I'm like, wait, you guys are fucking... There's like 40 people in that house. Like in May? In April? You know? So what are you going to do? I don't know. What can you do? So you're good. You're here. Thanks for the zine, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. Is this just for friends and family? Um, I, I don't know exactly how many... Because uh, I did the drawing with Jean... And then we gave them to the... So I first was at it in one uh, atelier, which is the back of a shop called Bad Dog. And this shop was closed because of COVID and stuff. And Not we, Lazy Dog. No, Bad Dog. Lazy Dog was in Paris. Ah, okay, yeah. I remember Lazy Dog. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this girl was nice. Oh, this Bad girl, Dog is here. Yeah. Okay, I see. This, guy, this girl was nice. So this girl is the owner of the shop. Was nice to welcome us to have uh, the back as our atelier. And then she was going through a hard time because her shop had to be closed and stuff. So before leaving, because now we left, we said, okay, how can we help? And she just got a Xerox machine. So we did some drawing and she printed how many, I don't know, but some of the hours in. And I think at first she, the, she was supposed to uh, donate them for free if you order something on her uh, right. online shop. But I'm not sure she's doing this uh, anymore, but yeah, anyway. Okay, cool. Great, man. Well, young, uh, young Zilf, even, <laughs> even though you're not so young anymore. No. It was great, uh, great to see you. Where can uh, people check you out online? Uh, so I have an Instagram account called Jatio Julien. Which is the opposite of? Uh, my real name, like, which is Mathieu Julien. Jatieu Mulien. Yeah, so Very funny. Uh, probably you're not going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put it in the show notes oh. I can see underneath. 
Okay, so maybe people can see what we were talking about in the beginning. For sure. Yeah, very important. Like yeah, Extremely important. Yes. No, for, 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 for not important. But for me, it is because I think like what you're up to is like, like it's for me personally, like so refreshing. It's, uh, it's yeah, there's energy in it, you know, there, there's a power in it. And I, and I love that you're, you're going down that path, man. So yeah. thanks for coming out. And we didn't get to say it, but mm -hmm. I didn't... Uh, come with this by myself. I have some very good friends that are going the same direction. Right. I have a lot of influence and stuff like this. Do you want to shout someone out? Uh, it would be too much to shout right. out my influence, but yeah. like my crew at least, like Modern Jazz, Jean Special, YY. Jean Special, Killers. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Man, so good to see you. It's been a few months. Uh, and bam, that's it, folks. We're out of here. Okay, bye. Brap. Thank you. Doo -doo. Biggity boom, that was Gzulf. Um, I, I really enjoyed that talk. I, I think, uh, you know, we got pretty into uh, a lot of different things um, uh, regarding painting and thinking and feeling. I love that kind of stuff, you know. Um, that's, 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 that's my favorite type of stuff to talk about. And hopefully you guys got something out of that as well. And, um, you know, dig it. If, um, if you want. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment or a rating. Uh, we're on Instagram at Happy No Fear. I'm, of course, at The Art of Chase, and we will be back very soon. Bye bye.